You're listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Oops. Jacob is back on the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. My Thank name God. is Jacob. His name is Matt. And it is 9.06 on Tuesday night. We 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 had uh you know say we would record on Thursday night, but we've been back, you know, we've been all over the place. The holidays and traveling and has been screwing us up, but uh I have returned. We made it back from the land that is Las Vegas. And Caesar's uh, Palace. Yeah, yeah. Caesar's Palace and the Bellagio. And um, of course, we made all the jokes uh, that they make on the hangover with uh, oh, is this where Caesar actually lived? <laughs> yeah, is this, is this where Caesar lived? <laughs> but uh yeah, we made it back and uh yeah, shout out, shout out to you. Uh we will do two podcast shout outs. Shout out to you for taking over last week. Uh I know it was a little short notice, but you and you and uh Brick did a pretty good job. So appreciate Thanks, appreciate you guys taking that over last week and uh, keeping the podcast going we haven't oh my god my foot is cramping oh my god (laughs) ouch sorry rub it out okay uh yeah we haven't we haven't missed a week since uh since we've started together so uh this is our our ninth ninth episode together and and uh hopefully it's a hopefully it's a good one and hopefully that uh people actually listen to it uh my 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 favorite my favorite quote of the last podcast was when you're like, "Yeah, having brick fill in for uh, the podcast." And so, uh, hope you hope uh, you tens of listeners enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, it's it's fine though. It's fun. I mean, it's just something know, to look get, forward to for the something week. To look, yeah, exactly. We get to talk about our favorite sports and in the world and get out all of our aggressions and our feelings, uh, yeah. especially uh, being a fan of teams in the midwest so yeah <laughs> so yeah shout out to you guys and then also a uh, shout out to my good friend brandon cook uh he that was the uh, bachelor party i was at last weekend he's getting married in uh, about four weeks here so shout nice. out to him i hope he had a good time out in vegas i know that last night uh a few of us were leaving in the morning and he was pretty sad that we were leaving in the morning he was trying to he's trying to you know pound some that last Saturday night, but we were trying to go to bed and wake up early, but uh, I, he was feeling pretty good. So <laughs> good for him. He needs yeah. it. Oh yeah. So um, run down on the podcast. I wanted, I wanted to, you know, just tell a little, a little uh, story or just give a general story of my trip to Vegas. Let you listeners know uh, how it went and what, what went down. And, and then uh, of course we're going to do a little coaches archives um, this week is NFL Thanksgiving trivia for you, Matt. Oh gosh! So, uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. You know, think about the teams that play on Thanksgiving every year. Yeah. Um, and then K State versus Baylor. Recap of that: K State did fall to Baylor, twenty to ten last weekend in Manhattan. A tough yes. game. A tough, tough game for the Wildcats. You were there. Yeah, it was. I was. I'll, I'm going to be honest. That stadium was loud for. It wasn't fully um, capacity, but it was. It was loud. It was. It was a good crowd. It was awesome. It was rowdy. It, it sounded loud on uh, on TV. Like 
and and a lot of people were were advertising the game you know leading up to it like saying you know we we deserve you know the the team deserves us to to be there or yeah it was loud probably the rowdiest game i've been to this year like it was awesome and it's just it's it's just too bad the uh you know kind of laid an egg on offense but uh you know it is what it is yeah and you know baylor baylor's a very good uh uh they're very good football team so they're just better than us yeah they were um so you know we we still have one more game to look forward to i mean we're we're at a spot that we thought we were going to be at you know four weeks ago yeah we're sitting at seven and four and we won those first two games against uh late in our schedule against west virginia and uh tcu was the other team and ku and then texas tech of course so that put us at seven and three before the baylor game now we're seven and four and then so we'll we'll touch on the Texas game uh, coming up and then a, a little around the big 12, you know, this is uh, the last week of uh, the regular season for college football, or at least for the big 12. So where did they, where did the time go, man? Uh, I know fast season. It, it really was fast. I mean, we started the podcast three weeks in, but I mean, it's felt like, uh, felt like we've been doing it since the beginning. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we'll wrap up the podcast with, uh, top five Thanksgiving traditions. So, uh, Thanksgiving themed podcast, football and turkey. And I hear, I hear you like ham more than turkey. I am more of a ham guy. <laughs> I, I am. I like turkey too. I like turkey sandwiches, but turkey's a little dry to me. So I'm more of a ham guy. What about you? Um, I I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind either. I'll I'll take the turkey over the ham, but I think ham is more of a, the a Christmas dinner. I agree. Yeah, I agree. So, okay, uh, let's jump right into it. So, a uh, little recap of my Vegas trip last weekend. So, we flew out Thursday afternoon. Uh, get there, get there about you know three or four o'clock Vegas time. Go to the go to the world's largest sports book, the Westgate Sportsbook, and bet on the Thursday night fo- uh, football Patriots versus uh, Falcons. I threw down forty bucks on the Patriots to cover and for the under to hit. And they both hit. So I was up a lot of money right away. There you go, and man. That was awesome, man. And the, the, it was, it was very stressful right at the beginning because nobody was scoring touchdowns and, and uh, Brandon actually bet uh, Hunter Henry to score the first touchdown of the game. And Mac Jones overthrows him by like 10 yards. And uh, if he would have caught it and scored a touchdown, he would have won like 150 bucks. So that would have been really cool. We were, we were like freaking out when he's like, Oh my gosh, he actually had a chance. <laughs> so uh so yeah bet some bet some uh sports at the sports book and and then uh went and played some craps through the dice and played some blackjack and didn't didn't lose any money at least for myself until the third night uh the second night was pretty fun we found a bar that had a a three hour twenty dollar all you can drink uh beers and wells yeah you and- can't beat that in vegas man yeah no, no you cannot <laughs> and they also had uh beer pong with actual beer and they just kept coming back and filling up our our pitcher of beer just constantly as we were playing oh and uh long story short after that we were running up and down the strip like maniacs talking to random people um my friend lane's got a pretty funny story but i don't think i should say it and, <laughs> uh, uh we met batman the grinch a bunch of showgirls walking up and down and oh you know pick, picking up for the people that have been to Vegas, they know what I'm talking about when I say we, we were picking up all the little cards that people hand out and collecting little cards of. Uh, oh, I've heard those stories. Yeah, yeah. You know, I yeah. know what you're talking about. So it was pretty funny. At the end of the night, we were just like, oh, which ones did you get? Oh, no way. I got that one too. 
it was like it was like trading cards and then uh so that was that was a friday night and then saturday we went on a long hike to the uh arizona hot springs the ring ring bolt hike Hmm. so it was all downhill to the hot springs which was easy and then we actually got into it and it was actually really warm it was like 110 degrees or something like that maybe not that hot but like some some guys couldn't take it it was like really hot we had to go down the springs a little bit for it to cool off and uh and then the hike back was absolutely miserable it was all (laughs) all uphill you know a bunch of guys that not necessarily unathletic but you know we're older we don't work out as much burn that alcohol off though I bet you did. It, well and that and that was the biggest part from from the night before we were burning off all that alcohol so uh all uphill you know no flat ground it was all sand so our feet are digging in our calves are just on fire yeah uh, but yeah then wore them all out went and ate in and out burger so they were pretty happy about in and out burger afterwards and then saturday night we gambled some more and then flew back sunday and then nice just got home tonight and now we're doing the podcast. So, yeah. Nice. Vegas Great trip weekend. for Jacob. Yeah. I got to go. I got to go. Well, maybe this spring we, we got to go. Well, maybe next maybe next summer instead of doing the Ozarks trip, which I think Ozarks trip is I, we should do every year. I say we, we go the I say we go the Ozarks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good say, time. Say if I ever have a bachelor party, I think I think it's going to be in the Ozarks. So, yeah. <laughs> um yeah. Uh coach's archive. Let's go ahead and jump into it, Matt. Uh, here, uh, Brick went what three for five last week on the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, and those are hard questions, so I'll give it mm-hmm. to them. So. No, those were tough. I had, I honestly had no idea mm-hmm. about any of them. So, um, there's these aren't multiple choice. They're just um, bulleted questions. Uh, fill in the blank. Uh, NFL Thanksgiving game facts and trivia. So let's go. Which team has never played on Thanksgiving Day? Oh man, I gotta narrow this. Is there any? Is there any uh, choices? I'll, I'll I'll give you three: Carolina Panthers, Jacksonville Jaguars, or New York Giants. I'm gonna go with the Jaguars since they really suck. Correct. That oh yeah. <laughs> since since they suck, they don't get to play on prime time. Yeah. <laughs> they they always get shipped out to uh, London. Oh okay. The Jacksonville Jaguars have never played on Thanksgiving Day. Um, okay. Uh, which team has the most wins on Thanksgiving Day as well as the most losses? 37 wins and 42 losses. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. They always play on Thanksgiving. What's your second guess? Because that's wrong. <sighs> oh, shoot. <laughs> what other team always plays on Thanksgiving and loses more than they win? Oh gosh, the li- the Lions. Yep, Detroit Lions. There you uh, go. I get half point. Yeah, half point. <laughs> you're you're one point five for two. Wait. Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> the tradition of the Detroit Lions playing on Thanksgiving Day began in 1934. The Lions have played on every Thanksgiving day since 1934, except 1941 through 1944 because of what? World War II. Yeah, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> no games were played due to World War II. Good job. Okay. Uh, number four. The Dallas Cowboys have the second most Thanksgiving wins behind what team? 
would it be would it be the uh Green Bay Packers? No, it's Alliance. <laughs> it's Alliance. I figured, yeah. That's, you almost said question. it. Yeah. Yeah, you almost said it. Yeah, that's okay. kind of a tricky. Um, you are two and a half for four. <laughs> okay. Um what year did the Dallas Cowboys begin playing on Thanksgiving Day when they were still part of the AFL? Mm. I'll give you a hint. It was in the 60s. Uh, I'm going to go with 1960. <laughs> no, 1966. Oh, damn. Good try. Good try. Half. Damn it. Okay. Who threw for 455 passing yards versus Minnesota in 1998, which is the most of any quarterback on Thanksgiving Day? Ooh, I have some in mind. I'm going to think about real second. I got to go with Troy Aikman. Dude, you got it. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, that's awesome. That's badass. Troy Aik- I didn't even give you options. Troy Aikman threw 455 passing yards. That's pretty cool. So how many questions is that? Six? I'll do one more. Um, <clears throat> um, okay. Dave Krieg and what other quarterback – who is still playing, both have a perfect passer rating, are the only two quarterbacks to have a perfect passer rating of 158.3 on Thanksgiving. A quarterback that's still playing? Mm-hmm. Happened in 2010. Dave Krieg, he played for the Lions, I believe. And then I'm going to go with the GOAT, Tom Brady. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> in 2010 versus Detroit. Tom Brady nice. and Dave Krieg. Nice. All right. Good job, Matt. All right. Let's move on. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Yeah. You stupid Thanksgiving football. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kansas State versus Baylor. K State unfortunately fell 20 to 10, um, fall to seven and four on the season, which is basically what we expected. Um, not not early in the season, but you know, as they went on that winning streak, this is basically where where we wanted to be this season and leading into next year, or of course the Texas game next weekend. Uh, Baylor Baylor was dominant early on. Um, their their backup quarterback threw all over us. He was sixteen for twenty one when uh, Bohannon, their starting quarterback for Baylor, went down. Um, Two hundred thirteen passing yards between both of them, and then one hundred seventy four rushing yards for Baylor. Um, Kansas yeah. State's Kansas State's defense did a fairly played good job. Well. They, yeah. they played very well against a very high-powered offense. So, Matt, you were at the game. What are your What are your takeaways from this game? The defense played well enough for. I mean, they only allowed Baylor to score twenty points, so that should say that should just say it all. Um, if the K State offense would have at least played average, they would have won. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, again, Baylor defense—they're good too. Dave Aranda for Baylor—he was a defensive coordinator under Ed Orgeron. So he's a, he's a genius. He, I mean, Baylor's just a good team. Baylor still has, they, they have the better athletes and the bigger players. And that's where K-State needs to be. Um, K-State's still not there yet, but um, I was, pr- I mean, K-State played hard, but the offense still, I mean, they just didn't look like themselves this week or just, they just didn't execute that well. But I will say probably the biggest hole of the season when Deuce broke that 66 yarder, I was sitting on the South end zone 
that was probably the big you could see that from a mile that was yeah. absolutely absolutely well, beautiful and it was it was insane and he outran like three guys in the yeah and uh, he's not only is he elusive but he's fast yeah he's he's a quick that hole you could literally drive probably two mm -hmm. semis through it was insane yeah, it was it was a little disappointing. The, the really one of the one of the most well-rounded games our defense has, pl has played all year, uh, maybe since the TCU game. Um, but the first game that Kansas State has not scored more than twenty points all year. Uh, for, first time we haven't done that in the last three weeks. We were averaging thirty-two or thirty-three points a game. So kind of disappointing for Senior Day, especially for Skylar Thompson, who did go down with an injury, which will be a game time decision next week for or this week for texas um that game on friday so kind of a short turnaround for an injury uh same with jerome mcpherson um, on the defensive side of things so um yeah kind of a tough day for 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 uh for senior day uh, uh offensively it just was it was tough to see skyler well he was also under pressure all day oh yeah um, he was sacked three times um, hurried, hurried three more times. And then, uh, Baylor also had eight tackles for loss. So, uh, Baylor's defense was just, you know, on it. They were basically. so fast, but yeah. another thing that stuck out to me that I mentioned earlier in the season, especially when we played Iowa state, I, we're still, our receivers could not get any separation. They were locked mm. up all night. It, I mean, the offensive line can only block for so long. Right. No. And, and I agree. Like Skylar Thompson was looking forever and forever and he couldn't find anybody. So he'd either try to scramble or, or, uh, you know, make a play, but it just wasn't there all game. And I only got – I really only got to see the second half as, you know, I was I was out there hiking. But, the, you know, in the second half, it looked like we had three or four drives in a row where we we go – make them go three and out. We had that uh, – uh, what was it? They, they fumbled it and we picked it up, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just – we only got three points out of basically three turnovers from – I don't know if they didn't turn over three times, but uh, they had what? one fumble mm -hmm. so you know we we make them go three and out twice and, and then recover a fumble and we only get three points out of it so kind of a tough day from the offense of side of things but uh positive is the defense has looked so much better yeah and, they looked uh, like them old selves it was, mm -hmm. it was great to see going and so go ahead and the penalties i mean there's some questionable calls that were terrible mm -hmm. um well in that uh they called that uh kit kit uh, kick catch interference on us that would have yeah. changed the whole game it, yeah it, there was no way there was absolutely no way that it was a uh, it even touch him so um but the defense playing better going into texas is going to help us immensely so um if we could go eight and four get into you know i don't know if that's alamo bowl maybe something bigger than a liberty bowl but we'll see what happens um and of course we have the potential to win nine games. Yeah, and that would be huge for a season like this, especially Chris Kleiman in his third season. I mean, this is a season where you really need to start seeing some changes. Um, yep. And then going into next year, we, you know, basically as long as we can get a quarterback, I mean, 10 wins should be the goal for next year. And oh, I agree. Nine, 10 wins regular season. Mm -hmm. And that's not, that's not over. That's not being overzealous. That's not being biased. That's just a fact for, coach who has been there will be his yeah. fourth year yeah. um who who is a well-rounded coach you know with accolades you know out the ass so <laughs> yeah especially you know at, at the ncaa level of course the fcs level but still i mean that's 
It's a big deal. So uh, I don't have anything left to say about it. A loss, you know, stuff to talk about a loss. Of course, we've been saying the same things all year. Um, so moving on to Texas next week, Texas is coming off their uh, sixth loss in a row. Um, and Good. they're not, they're not making a bowl game. And Thank I don't, God. I don't know if, I don't remember if you guys talked about, it. I think you may have touched on it a little bit last week, but of course they lost KU huge deal for the big that was 12. Awesome. <laughs> um, and you know, one thing, one thing I noticed from the rest of the big 12, um, uh, I think it's TCU and West Virginia, if they can both win and Kansas state wins next week, the, there will be two teams that will miss a bowl game and it'll be Texas and KU. Yeah. And they say if KU win, if KU somehow wins, KU mm-hmm. would break the tiebreaker. Texas would technically finish last in the conference. Right. Which would be awesome. Amazing. Like yeah. something we haven't seen in over a decade. KU has finished dead last basically every year for a decade Yeah, and a half. So would be a gigantic deal if that were to happen. So uh, big, big game coming up. Uh, Texas is actually favored, which is kind of, it's kind of annoying. It, it is. And, and of course, Texas is not, they should be good. They have four and five star recruits. Yeah. I mean, they started the year four and one ranked in the top 15. I just think they're pansies. Oh yeah. No, they are. I mean, it's just egos. That's all it is. Um, oh, I just had it up. Where did it go? But yeah, um, four and seven with a team that's got, you know, three times as much money as Kansas State, and uh, you know they lose six in a row. Of course, they they lost at West Virginia last week. Lost to KU in that's in Austin. They, they didn't lose in overtime, did they? Yeah, they did because the that, kid, the kid from Plainville. That was no, overtime. Was, I thought I've that thought was so. I thought that was regulation. Oh, I don't remember. Anyway, and then they got destroyed at Iowa State. They lost at Baylor 31-24, and then they lost at home to Oklahoma State. So two home losses in there. Uh, Texas is favored by three over-unders, 52.5. So we'll see what happens there. Texas is averaging 36 points a game. Um, doesn't really mean much when you're giving up uh, a lot. You know, 32 points a game. So Kansas State's only allowing 30, 21 points a game. Um I don't know. Anything else you want to touch on? Deuce is going to be loose. Who's going to be quarterback next week, I guess? I think Skyler will suit up, but he won't start. I think Will mm-hmm. Howard will, which kind of makes me concerned. But uh, Right. Um, I, I mean, Will Howard's do, getting better. Do you throw in Jaron Lewis? I mean, he played that one snap last week and immediately threw a pick. So. I, he, I think he's more athletic than Will Howard. I agree. It's just he doesn't know how he, – he's not the very best thrower, that's for sure. Yeah. I but, don't know. I don't know why we don't see Jake Rubley. I think they're saving him for next year. I, I, I'm not sure if this is true or not, but I think he's on a red shirt for oh. this year. So I think that's why they haven't played him. But I think he will be the quarterback next year. And then, uh, of course, of course, Will Howard has a good arm, and he's, he can make decisions or he can, you know, scramble out of the pocket if he wants to, but he's, he's very timid in the pocket. Like, he, he'll more likely to take a sack rather than throw the ball downfield. Or, yeah. And in the couple games that he's played, you know, we watched them all last year. It was – miserable so <laughs> yeah Gosh. but he, he's shown a little improvement but i just i just want to beat texas so bad um mm-hmm. we haven't beat him for a couple of years yeah and, we, and i think we're pretty much tied i mean k-state used to have a strong record against them snyder had a really big mm-hmm. record against them yep. um hopefully we start, restart that trend and uh 
But I just think it's funny. Uh, Texas, right the year they want to switch to the SEC, they have the potential to finish last in the Big Twelve. So yep. I think it's big, big karma. The the so. biggest the biggest thing was uh, I you know I, I retweeted it on our Twitter page. Um, also follow that at the Lecker Room on Twitter. Go ahead and follow yeah. us. Um, tw- there was a there was an article back before this. You know when when they made the decision to go to the SEC, saying OU and te- uh, paraphrasing OU and Texas. Um, uh, cannot carry the load of the uh, the rest of the Big Twelve or something like that. And of course, of course, you know then Texas goes four and seven so far, and and uh, and uh, they call themselves the big bad bully of the of the Big Twelve, which is yeah, which is insane. Nobody yeah. else, literally nobody else thinks that in every sport too. I mean, they get worked in basketball every year. They always finish in the middle to bottom half in basketball. Yeah, uh, f- football. They haven't won the Big Twelve since what two thousand eleven. It's 2009 or whenever, whenever they played Nebraska. Yeah. 2009 season with Colt McCoy. Yeah. And they barely uh, won and they shouldn't have won. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they yeah. got, they got lucked in the, the freaking uh, referees were told that uh, Texas is supposed to win that game, but that's, that's speculating. So, <laughs> and then uh, of course other sports are out there, but uh, anyway, what's K-State. your, uh, prediction yeah oh yeah prediction um i think i think the offense will well gosh now that i know that skyler's out it's kind of tough uh it might be one of those defensive battles huh let me go uh i'll go uh uh, 30 to 23 cats Ooh, i'm gonna go i'm i'm gonna go 27 17 cats okay because i don't i don't think texas's offense has been that great lately i mean no no just looking at their schedule uh, 23, course 56 against KU, seven against Iowa State, 24 against Baylor, 24 against Oklahoma State. So, I mean, really, if you take away that KU game, they're only averaging like 23 points a game. And K- less than I that, mean, maybe. KU is up, I think, remember by three or four touchdowns at one point. I think three touchdowns. I think you're right. They were yeah. they were at least ahead by four. They were ahead 14 to nothing after the first quarter. Yeah. Uh, they were ahead by three touchdowns at halftime. It was 35 14 and a half, and then Texas stormed back. And of course, oh, so KU did win in overtime. That's right. Okay. So, uh, K State at Texas to finish up the regular season. Um, seven and four right now, four and four in the conference. And then we're going to go ahead and switch around to around the Big 12. Um, let's, let's do a little recap so far of the Big 12. OU and Oklahoma State play each other on Saturday. That is probably Oklahoma big, State. Yep, exactly. Oklahoma State wins. They have a chance to be in the college football playoff, depending on what happens with the other teams ahead of them. So that'd be mm-hmm. huge for the Big 12. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma State hasn't beat OU since 2014, which is significant in that in that rivalry. Yeah. Um, I think I think well, I was looking at it the other day. The all-time rivalry is like 91 to 12 in favor of OU. I had no idea it was that spread out. Like that's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it is. And then, so Oklahoma State uh, at home versus Oklahoma, 630 at ABC. There are the uh, one and two teams in the Big 12, uh, depending what happens in that game and then the Baylor game. So if Baylor loses, I don't know what, what would happen between – what would happen for the Big 12 championship I, if Baylor loses. I think it would be Oklahoma, Oklahoma State again. But what if Oklahoma State wins – and then Oklahoma and Baylor are tied at at uh, eight uh, eight and two. Whoever wins their head on match, Baylor and Oklahoma, are early in the season. Or uh, if Baylor wins and Oklahoma loses, 
So then it would be so then it would be Baylor versus Oklahoma State. Yeah. Okay. But if but if Baylor loses, then it's Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State anyway, right? I believe so. Yeah. I so mean, that, those top three are going to be in there regardless. Okay. And then so uh, we'll just go through. Uh, so the Big Twelve, Baylor's at number three at six and two. Iowa State's four and four at fourth place. K State right behind them as Iowa State owns the tiebreaker. Texas Tech, West Virginia, and TCU all at three and five. Texas at two and six, and KU at one and seven. Um, K State at uh, at Texas eleven o'clock on Friday. I don't so like that. Yeah, I don't understand why they're playing on Friday either. Especially the morning after thing. I mean, I'm sure they're not gonna they're gonna do a little Thanksgiving like mm-hmm. probably team meal the night before. But I don't know. I just I just don't like that. I, have they done that? Before? Typically, they play on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. I mean, when yeah. I was in college, they always played on Saturday. Yeah, I don't know. Would always, we, we would always go back up to uh, for the game. That was always yeah. that cold game. Um, yeah. And then 3.30 on Friday, TCU at Iowa State. That's kind of a big game. Um, if TCU wins, they get to a bowl game. And then uh, Texas Tech at Baylor. That's a big game for Baylor. That's 11 o'clock on Saturday. And West Virginia at KU. If West Virginia wins that game, then if West Virginia and TCU both win, we'll have eight Big 12 teams in the in a, a bowl eligible. So, And then, of I course, guess. Uh, Oklahoma at Oklahoma State, number ten versus number seven. Um, anything, anything you got uh, as far as around the Big Twelve? No, let's just hope Texas uh, loses and finishes last. Dude, the, the uh, so I was at the basketball game last night in Kansas City, K State versus Arkansas, and Arkansas fans were doing the horns down also with K State fans. It was pretty funny. <laughs> like anytime the camera would pan around the. The crowd, everybody was doing horns down, so that was pretty funny. That's awesome. Um, Other sports, talking about K-State basketball, uh, they fell twice this week. Uh, They they played last night. (laughs) They were playing in the Hall of Fame Classic in Kansas City. A couple of tough losses. For the Cats and Brewsketball, 72 to 64 against Arkansas, which led them to play Illinois, who lost to Cincinnati last night. And then they lost to Illinois, number 14. Illinois, 72 to 64. Same score. Um, K State basketball, it's, it's tough to watch. It's very tough to watch so far. Um, sitting at two and two, you watched, you watched most of the game. I was driving I watched, home tonight, but I, I was, watched the whole game and we were with them. I mean, about midway through the second half. K State just went cold, and it seems that seems to be a theme every game. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, we just don't have the talent. I don't know what I don't know what happened. It's, it's, well, it's I think pathetic. I think the talent is there. Like I I think we have some very good athletes this year. As we're we are immensely better than we were last year as far as talent goes. Yeah, I just don't think they're prepared. They just look tired compared to these teams. Like Arkansas jumped out the gun last night. They were ahead. 28 to 11, you know, 10 minutes left in the first half. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are you supposed to, you know, you're getting out tough for rebounds, out tough for loose balls. And then the same thing tonight, K-State was actually winning in the second half. They were ahead, what, 42 to 41? Yeah, Illinois, they were ahead for a Illinois while. Illinois goes on an 8-0 run within two minutes. So it's like they they don't they don't know how to be aggressive. Uh, well, just like Brad Underwood was at Frank Martin. He was on Frank Martin's staff. His teams just, they just, they're trash. I didn't mean it's bad, but like 
I don't mean it in a bad way. They're trash players, as in they go after rebounds. They're just tough. They're no they're, right. They just out physical them so right. bad. No, they're that's and that was the best part about watching, you know, those teams was, you know, you got Poland and Hernan uh, and uh, Jordan Enriquez and Curtis and, Kelly, uh, Curtis Kelly, and, and they were tr- uh, they were in the trash players. They're just tough. Magruder. They're just tough. And I I don't see that from our team this year. Now, I, I think we had the talent to be that way, but they just – in playing two real teams the last night, not saying that Omaha and Florida A&M aren't real teams, but they're, not, they're group five college basketball teams, and we should beat them. But, you know, we had two real tests the last two nights. If we would have won one of those games, I would have had a totally different insight on the rest of the season. But, um, you know, really tough uh, when you're just getting – you know, worked and, you know, Arkansas number 13 team probably played their worst game all season. They still beat us by eight because they were just, they, they shot free throws better. They got more second chance points and they got the loose balls. And I'm, I'm sure the same thing was happening tonight uh, with Illinois. So a couple tough losses for Bruce Cabal and the cats. So we'll see what happens going forward. I think they have like a couple days off here for Thanksgiving, but they play again. Next week, they have an easier part of their schedule. And then their probably next big test will be at home against Marquette again. So, uh, and that's December 8th, I believe. One um, thing that's just, that's just frustrating, people don't realize, but I saw, I used to just read a lot of stuff on K-State. Ba- K-State basketball was once a storied program. They were one of the best, they were one of the best programs pre-1990 to play. They actually, fun fact, I saw a tweet. It was an old. You remember Dana Altman, the coach, mm-hmm. pre Dana Altman starting his career at K State. He's 1999 K State had a better winning percentage in the conference than the University than KU. Um, mm-hmm. K State was a storied basketball program, and it just stinks because we have the capability to be that again. And Frank mm-hmm. Martin and Bob Huggins brought that back, and K State they used to just be a basketball power school right and uh of course having you know bruce bruce has won you know it's two big 12 championships of course one of them was kind of a frank kind of an martin. overlap with frank martin um wow. and then he did win one with barry and dean and kamal stokes and those guys and made an elite eight run but you know you know i was you know i was texting you earlier even that year we made that elite eight run we had to win some big games at the end of the year we only went eight and ten in Big Twelve play that year. Yeah, we yeah. made we won some big games in the conference tournament, um, and then of course we you know somehow ended up beating Kentucky in the Sweet Sixteen to move to the Elite Eight. But then of course we get to that big stage and we folded against Loyola Chicago. So um, a lot of people on Twitter were not very happy with Bruce Cabal so far. Um, people are people are very tired of the moral victories. Um, yeah, no, he's been there for ten years. So exactly, you know, if he, he's been there for ten years. You should be done with the moral victories, right? And that's that's what I'm saying with even our football program. You know, next year, climate, we, sh- we should be winning nine, ten games. There's yeah. no, there's no. Oh, we almost beat OU. Oh, oh, we almost beat Texas. Moral victory. No, we need to be winning those football games. We need to yeah. be winning these basketball games. We need to be competing in all of these sports if we want to be you know respected basically yeah 
because a lot of these Big 12 schools, especially outside of the Big 12, they don't respect our sports program, and no. almost almost rightfully so, because we, it's it's you know especially in our basketball program right now, we had two big opportunities to show ourselves, number 13 and number 14 teams in the nation, didn't get the job done. So, <sighs> that's my rant it, for the night. <laughs> it's just it's just tiring. Um, one thing you've noticed through the years with Bruce Ball, um. He just lives on defense. He has no – it seems like he never has an offensive plan. Well, he sticks with the uh, the motion the offense, motion. but they, nobody knows what they're doing. And then and we can't settling for some – we're settling for some garbage three-pointer. Um, but I, I was thinking the same thing on the, on the way when I was driving. Constantly settling for bad shots. Uh, nobody – no real ball handlers, no real shooters. And then, of course, none of – nobody can make free throws. So yeah. – um, the motion offense is outdated, first of all. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I think that's, but anyway, K State basketball, two and two so far. Uh, the women's team is looking all right. Uh, that Ioki yeah. uh, girl, she's been putting up like 30 points a game. So, uh, good for K State women basketball and, uh, K State volleyball, I think might be heading towards the NCAA tournament if I'm, if I'm mis- not mistaken, but I'm not sure about that one. Uh, anyway. We'll move on from uh, K-State sports. Let's move into some actual other sports, I guess. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs have won again. Uh, they yeah. won their fourth in a row at home against the Cowboys. They're now 7-4 and four in first place of the AFC West. Is that making you feel a little better, Matt? <laughs> yeah, but they still – I mean, they played like crap against the Cowboys so at times. So, I mean, sometimes their wins kind of feel like losses. So – well, it's it's but, funny, but like the everybody says they've been playing like crap, but they're still seven and four. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's amazing. I mean, I hope we got a big. We have a bye this week, and then we play Denver on sun next Sunday. Ooh, Denver! So, yeah, it's in Arrowhead, so that'll be. Those are always great games because it's the rivalry and stuff. But uh, I think the Chiefs. I mean, just I mean, remember uh, twenty nineteen when they won Super Bowl, they started out six and four, seven mm-hmm. and four. So that's true. Maybe uh, maybe this is. Maybe they're getting going, foot on the my, pedal. My brother was saying I should have put money down on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl because they were a thousand to one, and he's like, they're probably going to do it because <laughs> yeah. they they're not even playing well, and they're seven and four. You can't yeah. say that about any other team. Like if the Cowboys didn't play well, they're not going to win games. The yeah. Packers don't play well, they're not going to win games. But the Chiefs, the Chiefs are seven and four, and they're just think once they turn one on and they put up like a fifty spot like they did against the Bills in the playoffs yeah. or whatever the score was. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you looks like you got you got a, uh, another shout out of other sports. Yeah, the high school team uh, Inman made the state championship here in Hayes, America. They play on the Saturday after Thanksgiving against Olpe Eagles. That is also our friend Brady Scheidegger's yep. um, high school. So that's going to be a great time. I think I'm going to make it out back out here in time to watch it. So that's exciting, and hopefully it's a good crowd for the last weekend of high school football. Yeah, big. Big time, McPherson yeah. County. Yeah. So, good deal, good deal. I think that wraps up uh, other sports. Let's go ahead and uh, finish this up with uh, our top five. Hey, all you sports and health nerds out there. It's Jacob here. If you are having trouble finding an exercise routine, trying to find a good diet plan, or just looking to change things up, might I suggest checking out 8minutefitness.com. There are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs. Learn about basic exercises for beginners. Read about the best green superfood and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station. 
even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their casts, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8-Minute Fitness is for you. Top five thanks. Well, I was thinking more like you can do food. I was thinking just Thanksgiving traditions. (laughs) You go first. Okay, top five. I'm just going to, my favorite things about Thanksgiving. I got to go with number one, the ham. I'm a big ham guy, pork guy. You got (laughs) to love it. I know, I know. Uh, My mom makes the the bomb green bean casserole and cheesy potatoes. So that's going to be, I'm looking forward to that. Watching football, obviously, with the old man, uh, relaxing, unbuckling the belt, so uh, just and sleeping a little bit. I personally, Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. Um, and then, uh, supposed to be actually relatively nice on Thursday, high of 48, 49 degrees, so maybe go outside, spend some time outside. Just hang out with the family. Haven't been back in McPherson in a very, very long time, actually, so mm-hmm. excited to see you uh, this week. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, hey, get my go to, Hank, go to Thanksgiving. Bring bring my uh bring my flag back. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I should. I'm gonna I, put that in my pickup actually. I totally forgot. I, I got home that night or the next day, and I was like, "Crap! I I just bought that thing. And I leave it at Matt's truck." <laughs> yeah. So. When when was the last time you were McPherson? Because I can't remember the last time I was. August or July. That's kind of what I'm thinking too. Yeah. Maybe it was September so, for me. No, no, no. So, I I was here. I was here that week at uh, the first two home games because I went to the first home game, came home and worked from home for a week, and then I went up for the next home game. So I didn't have to drive. I didn't have to drive back and forth. That's right. That's yeah. Right. So September for me, but yeah, and then hangs Thanksgiving tomorrow night. Yeah. Have a little barley pops. Oh, I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited to get back to. The, the the what's the phrase the, the, the band's getting back together <laughs> the band's getting back together we're missing the drummer the guitar player the lead singer missing everybody so hopefully we see some old uh, buddies right um okay my turn <laughs> yeah uh i was gonna say you know the pie and the oh. food the turkey and the green bean casserole. I could eat green bean casserole oh, me as, too. as a meal itself. Not even going to lie. You don't even need anything else. I just straight up eat green bean casserole. Yeah, that, um, that's awesome. And then, uh, of course, playing football in the backyard. Uh, our family, we like to play Monopoly or Risk. We always get an, an intense game of those going with the whole family. And then, of course, seeing all my ne- nephews and my niece. Um, and then... Uh, you know, of course, watching all the football on TV. Uh, of course, I don't really care about any of the teams that play on Thanksgiving, but, you know, yeah. it's nice to have it. And then yeah, fancy football is winding down. So big games coming up this weekend for fancy football. So I got to make sure I get my lineup set before Thursday. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's about all I got. Thanksgiving, a fun holiday. Uh, the weather's supposed to be fantastic, man. I mean, it's supposed yeah. to be a little chilly, but it's supposed to be sunny. And uh, get outside, go hunting, go fishing. I don't care. Do whatever. Yeah, do whatever <laughs> you guys want to do. It's Thanksgiving. Enjoy your family. Um, 
I'm kind of sad that college football is winding down, but hey, basketball starts, and we're going to do some basketball coverage, and hopefully K-State doesn't completely suck this year in the Big 12, but it's <laughs> well, going to look we, like I do. We might just have to choose a team and just start covering them, like Marshall, yeah. the Marshall Thundering Turds. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, hopefully I can make it to at least one basketball game, because I, I, I don't feel like going into any multiple, so. Sure. Yeah, they keep, they keep calling me, so they're like, how did you like your uh, football tickets this year? And I was like, good. They're like, would you like to get a discount on a basketball ticket? I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. I do not want to, and I do shout not have time. And shout out to Fort Hay State women basketball. They are ranked number one in the coaches' poll. So that's, that's pretty cool. I saw they won uh, tonight. Uh, yeah. I don't know who they played, but Sterling big deal. College. Uh, okay. Yeah. Shout out Fort Hayes. How did, how did they finish their football season? Are they still playing? They went around 500. They didn't 500. usually do as good. So, uh, no. For Hayes, uh, they're, they used to be a big basketball school. My parents were in school and they actually won, I think, a couple of national titles. So, but now nice. it's kind of, kind of more a football school. But uh, about time to wrap this up. I do have to mention we will have a special guest next week. He has not been on the show. Um, we're doing it because Kansas City plays his favorite team of all time, the Denver Broncos. He is Denver's Woo. biggest fan. It's Eric Shavira. My good buddy. Um, we're, we're usually bad influences on one another. Um, he all the way out. He lives all the way out in western Kansas. Helps run a feedlot, but he's originally from Nebraska. He's also a big Cornhuskers fan. So I'm excited to have him on. So he, we actually do have some good tailgating stories from this last week. We we're going to save for when he comes on. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, we can talk a little Denver. I didn't. I didn't. I kind of forget he's a Broncos fan, but cool. Yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw you guys were having a good time. I wish I uh, wish I would have been able to be there, but uh, you know, Vegas. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. You can't. I, I don't blame you on that. <laughs> so. But all right, yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Um, another edition of the Lucker Room Sports Media Podcast. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt. And have a great Wednesday, a great Thanksgiving weekend, and go Cats! 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 This has been the Lucker Room Sports Media Podcast. Thank you for listening.